to the ether today is tuesday december 6 2022 today on the ether terra spaces and orbital command present the eris protocol grant proposal ama let's take a listen what's good everybody finn here on the terra spaces account gonna pull some peeps up here and uh, we'll get started shortly hey finn howdy how you doing great thank you and yourself? Not too bad. Getting everything sorted out here. Getting spaces posted. Living the dream. Hey, Rick's in the house. What's up, Rick? Deeb's DeFi, welcome. We'll share the space out, spread the word a bit, and uh, we'll get started in just a moment. Orbital Command, good to have you up here. Co-host in case my phone falls into a pile of water. Nah, you're good, man. Hold that grip on that phone. This is that one here on OC. And so what we'll do is uh, give a quick overview. Uh, we'll let Eris explain what the, the ask is and any points they want to do. We have some questions prepared. And then once we get through that, if anybody in the group wants to come up and ask their questions, definitely toss a hand up and we'll get you up here. Uh, I'm going to do my best to keep an eye on the Terra Telegram as well. I know some people had some questions in there. Uh, if you don't want to or can't come up and speak, you can toss them in there uh, and I'll get them worked into the, the document we have. Uh, I did get the questions uh, so far. So, And then, yeah, a lot of this, like the purpose of this is to reach people that don't generally frequent Commonwealth, uh, that may not know about how community funding and all of that works. Uh, obviously, all of this information is on the post. And I know, uh, I think Philip or somebody from Eris just posted uh, some, some points on some of the questions that were previously asked. Uh, so yeah, if, if, if you frequent Commonwealth all the time, a lot of this info probably won't be new, uh, but we want to get it recorded, spread out to, to people that, like myself, who don't spend a lot of time on there. So we'll get started in just a bit. Uh, if I missed anybody from Eris that needs to be up, or is it just you? Is it Phil? As it's just me. I think some of the colleagues will join later, maybe as listener, but uh, I will be the main talker. Sure, no problem. Uh, and MB, I, I'm not in the validators Discord, so if you want to toss that link up in there, uh, I assume most of those cats are like crawling Commonwealth all the time. But if they're curious and want to come have a chat with us, definitely. 
All right, that should be good. Uh, so we'll start things off, Philip. If you want to just like a real quick, like 30 second brief overview uh, for anybody that may not already be aware of what Eris does and what you've uh, created so far uh, since the crash for, for the ecosystem, we can start off with that. Yeah, sure. Um, so where do I start? Um, Eris protocol is a liquid staking and slow burn arbitrage protocol. Um, this is still our, let's say it, something like our slogan, but uh, it's much more and it has been developed over the last six months. Um, initially, we started working on ARIS protocol, only the slow burn arbitrage protocol before the crash. And uh, yeah, so we even were live on testnet already when the crash happened. And afterwards, uh, yeah, it, it was some, the, the new Terra was like a greenfield. So there was no DeFi. And no applications on there, and uh, we only saw that uh, Larry discontinued the development of Stake, and we said, and we also saw the the announcement of Stata that they would launch in a week, and we just said, hey, it would fit our model, and we don't want to have a token, and having your own liquid staking derivative uh, makes a, a lot of sense in that way because um, it can play very nicely with uh, with our slow burn arbitrage. I will explain later what that is as well. And yeah, we, we launched our liquid staking derivative even before Stata and have been developing this kind of vision around liquid staking derivatives and how we believe um, to make Terra unique and rebuild the DeFi ecosystem on Terra. Um, and we, we have designed um, multiple different products. Um, it, maybe it's a little bit different to, to other teams. Other teams would probably uh, call these kind of things all different protocols. And we decided to just go with, with one protocol that has multiple products. And they are all to provide some kind of stable liquid staking derivative economy. Um, you, you need this kind of... So in, in, the, next in the next few months, um, there will be a lot of launches um, in the DeFi sector. And... It will be a lot around liquid staking derivatives because usually um, DeFi applications are built around um, some kind of yield-bearing tokens and liquid staking is some kind of yield-bearing token and the most basic one. And uh, each Cosmos chain usually has some kind of yes security rewards for uh, participating in the economic security of a chain by staking. Um, your main token, something like Luna, and you will um, receive some kind of inflation rewards um, for providing this kind of security. And liquid staking, um, is, the main difference between this normal staking and liquid staking is um, that uh, as a liquid staking provider, you, you would deposit your Luna into the protocol and the protocol would stake it for you and give you back some kind of receipt token. And this is AMP Luna. And the advantage of, of this kind of model is that um, first, you, you don't need to think about too much about the validators and if they are valid ones, because we do this as kind of service um, to to check that the validators are community based, that they are uh, that they are not jailed or don't have any slashing events, and we have some kind of monitoring as well that we provide as an additional service. And uh, we split your delegation up um, over all these kind of different validators that are whitelisted. And this is one of the main things um, what we want to change in the future as well. And because by, by staking through a liquid staking derivative, um, you give away your delegation and governance power because you can't vote anymore with your stake, Luna, and you can't decide um, which validator you want to support, which is community-based, 
your favorite validator like OC, for example. And uh, yeah, and this is what, what we want to change. And uh, this is also something that we have developed over the last six months, this kind of vision. And it's these three parts, a stable liquid staking derivative economy, a fair delegation and governance framework, and a liquidity hub. So um, yeah, stable LSD economy, it's about these kind of products, amplifiers or liquid staking derivative. Then we have the M compounder, which is a yield optimizer. It will auto compound astro rewards um, automatically and recompound them in your underlying LP token. And then we have this manual arbitrage GUI. This is uh, the slow burn arbitrage that will be done by our protocol automatically in the future, but uh, allows users right now to just check it out what the protocol would do and manually do it. Um, it, it will just swap Luna to any kind of liquid staking derivative, and then you can unstake it. And usually, you can get around uh, two to three percent, um, yeah, profit with one of these swaps. But it takes twenty-one days um, to unbound, of course. And this is what Repeater will fully automate. So it will be some kind of pool like a uh, pr product where you can deposit Luna and it will, we have some kind of arbitrage bots running in the background or even using VAP protocol um, running these and it will just search for the best opportunity and automatically execute it. And then we have AMP governance and this is uh, also part of our fair delegation and uh, governance framework. That means um, in, instead of us deciding or Currently, um, the validators are being decided by ARIS protocol, by, by our team. And we we've have some kind of basic checks if, if the validator has enough uh, people running it, has, has the right uh, infrastructure, the right security. Um, are they community-based? Um, do they have some kind of fair commission and so on? Um, but we want to give this kind of power back to the user, really decentralize uh, this whole process a little bit more. And our idea behind it is similar to what the Astro was. Um, the idea behind the Astro was, was so you can lock in your Astro. And in our case, it will be uh, the AMP Luna Luna AMP LP. That means you lock in um, liquidity pool tokens. And you can decide um, how long you want to lock them. So between three weeks and two years. And based on your locking um, period, you will get a, a higher voting power. So that means if you just lock it for three weeks, you will get around 1.3x of, of the voting power. If you lock it for two years, you will get 10x of your voting power. So it gives also the possibility to leverage the voting power and the, the what's it called? Sorry, I don't know the English word for that. Uh, so so you, can, you can leverage it and make your voice a little bit more heard um, for the delegations, but also for the, for the governance. And then in the second part, you can just vote for, in, in the vamp gosh, you can just vote for your validators and say something like, uh, yeah, this validator, I like this one, and he will receive, I don't know, 60% of my voting power. And it will, will just, yeah, he, he will just get more uh, delegations with, with the next period, and we will update it once a month. And the, the second part of this uh, AMP governance is also the EMP gosh. It's the Ares Merit Points gosh. And this allows um, validators to participate in some kind of community interaction because we want to 
incentivize validators, good behavior of validators, because um, validators have, have a lot of decision power um, over a chain and they are very important in running the chain. And uh, involved validators are always better in our opinion um, because they, they know what is going on. They know the how the network behaves and uh, the team's building on it. And so we want to also incentivize some kind of yeah, good community behavior, something like, for example, running relayers or uh, creating educational content for the community and something like that. And okay, this, cool, cool. Yeah. Is, there, is there more? <laughs> yeah, the, the third part is our liquidity hub because um, we, we see liquid staking is, is very important in the future. And what we, we are thinking about liquid staking more in an economy way. So we see the Terra um, blockchain is one economy, but all these kind of different Cosmos chains are also different economies. And um, so we want to create this kind of import-export uh, possibility to export Mplunar to different DeFi ecosystems, like, for example, to Kuchira, um, that it can be used uh, on on Fin for swapping or even as collateral for USK. We are currently in, in the progress um, in talks with, with the team Kuchira about that. And we also want to do it the other way. So we want to also deploy our contracts on Kuchira and have mKuchi and bring it back to Terra as a liquid staking derivative liquidity hub and allow it for trading, but also for the usage in um, uh, in the DeFi ecosystem on Terra. And th this allows um, the usage of, of any kind of Cosmos-based liquid staking derivative that has this, this kind of basic yield-bearing, uh, yield-underlying token and be used in, in, the, in the DeFi ecosystem, for example, in, in the solid uh, stablecoin. Okay, okay. You guys have been busy. So <laughs> off of the, uh, from the Agora uh, over your TFL, uh, TVL, excuse me, Freudian slip, your TVL over $950,000 utilizing 16,612 emergency Luna from the fund. Uh, and the ask currently is 450,000 Luna. That's at a buck 60 per Luna. And that will go to scale the work for the next six to 12 months. Uh, so what, if people go to the site now, they can see a variety of these uh, pieces already implemented. Uh, so for moving forward, what you're asking from the community fund, what is that going to unlock basically or what will that allow you guys to to accomplish okay so um Ares protocol is for us a multi-year project really because liquid staking derivatives it's very easy to be to be launched we, we have seen it for example uh, at the uh, joy uh, chain it has been launched in one day so liquid staking derivatives is is an easy uh, protocol to launch but the difficult part is these kind of integration and utility um, if you look back, for example, at Terra Classic, um, the, the Luna B-Luna pool was so heavily used that without any incentives, it has it has been generating around 100% APR uh, trading fees on TerraSwap. And this is all based on utility. So um, back then, you, we, we had Anchor Protocol and this kind of flywheel there as well that um, might not have worked, but we still believe that... Uh, this kind of economy can be rebuilt. So um, the 450,000 Luna will be used um, both for audits and marketing. 
and some kind of infrastructure. This is one, probably, I'm not sure how much it is, uh, one-fifth or something like that, one, one, one quarter of the whole funding for, for this part. And the remaining part will be done or will be used for salaries. Um, we have the main issue that currently we are quite a small team and we have, uh, like you have seen, we have a lot going and we, we still want to expand this kind of utility around Amplunar. And by providing this kind of additional utility, um, we also increase the value of the underlying token because it will be used in different DeFi ecosystem. It will be locked in, in all these kind of different ecosystem and it just can be used everywhere. Um, so we have we also requested around uh, $500,000 worth um, of Luna for salaries. And there, there has been this kind of discussion about this backward pay. And for us, like, like I said, it's a multi-year project for us. And we are currently around 30% to 40% into this project. And we have invested a lot of time and money and energy um, to get where we are. And initially, when we, when we started working on this, um, there was this, I, I'm not sure if, if everybody knows this, but there was this uh, Terra uh, Builder, um, how was it called? Um, I, I have to look it up. The Terra Developer Mining Program. So because the crash happened, we, we already knew that it would, would probably be the start of the beer market. The, the economy, the re real world economy also didn't look as bright. And we expected to be in a multi-year beer market. Um, but based on this kind of developer mining program, we, we thought at least that we can make it until uh, the, yeah, the, the chain can be revitalized and rebuilt from the ground up. So we still believe in this kind of vision where Terra has the possibility to go the, to the 40 billion market cap it has been before and uh, that we would be also able to get a high enough share of the TVL on Terra to uh, um, also participate in this kind of developer mining program to, to get to the other side of the beer market, really. Um, th this kind of salaries part, it's still a little bit fuzzy, mainly because um, first, our calculation was mostly on the core team, um, but we have to extend it um, to more people. So we need another dev, we need a full-time marketing specialist, we need some uh, community manager as well, um, that, we, that the core team can focus on, on their speciality. And we also have um, included the maintenance cost. We have not uh, made it public into the, the proposal itself because the proposal itself is already very big and has a lot of information about small, a lot of small detail, details. Um, so we have created this kind of FAQ um, below where we go a little bit deeper into uh, the details of, of the funding, how, how the funds will be used and um, what we will be doing with that. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. When is like what does that timeline look like? So let's say the the grant passes. You guys obviously you haven't stopped building, but you are able to then get the extra help that you need, more support, more devs, infrastructure, whatever. Uh, what's that timeline look like as far as when the community can see some of these results, like on 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 the protocol? Okay, so M governance, we are quite uh, far ahead already because we have uh, launched it on testnet already, at least one part, because um, it's it's these two parts. It's the delegation 
a framework and the governance framework. Um, delegation framework means um, how the protocol delegates to different validators. This one has been implemented yet. Um, we already have um, contacted uh, audit um, companies and have gotten some quotes and the initial estimates of when the contracts will be audited will be somewhere uh, starting in January. So um, we are already in the progress of, of getting it launched on, on mainnet. Um, the second thing is um, the, the proxy governance so that users can use the same voting power also to vote on governance proposals. And this has, uh, still has to be developed. Um, we, we have three milestones planned for, for our proposal. The first one is the launch of AMP governance. We estimated it. Uh, the quarter four of 2022. So this will be super close. And um, based on the audit, um, we could go live on mainnet before the audit, um, but uh, more some kind of beta version. Um, and it will be quite close because we also have some kind of vacations uh, going on. So it's more um, probably early Q1 of 2023. And the second milestone is the launch of our app repeater. As, as I've said, um, we, we already have written the contracts, the contracts are ready, um, but until now we have not seen any major uh, volume and liquidity on, on the chain um, so that it makes sense to directly launch it. So we have been trying to build this kind of economy around it first. And, um, but we have seen over the last couple of weeks to months, we have seen that the volume is increasing. Uh, especially with more uh, liquid staking derivatives on the on the chain itself, and it makes sense to launch it as well. So um, we will have to rewrite it for Terra Two, which will be quite simple, and then um, also get some kind of audit for it. Um, and th the plan is to launch it Q1 2023 to Q2 of 2023, and then we have this third milestone. And this is um, to reach $10 million TVL over all our products. And this also corresponds um, to another question we, we have been getting over the last couple of days. And this is um, when will Ares be self-sustaining beyond the funding? So some community members are a bit worried um, what will happen if, if we have been going through the funding and um, what happens afterwards. So um, as of today, with our 1 million TVL, uh, the protocol itself can cover all automated operating fees. So it means um, if we move it, for example, to wrap to warp protocol um, for the execution, um, it is self-sustainable completely. Um, the next uh, big milestone for us is this 10 million TVL. And if we can reach it in within six to nine months, we would be su super happy because we are still in the beer market. and writing just writing out some kind of magic tvl number um is is like looking into the the uh, how's it called glass glass bowl i don't know um and yeah 10 million dollars tvl would mean for us that we can continue our collaboration and integration work and because utility is so important for our liquid staking derivative um we think that 10 million tvl will be enough to keep growing to to keep it as a sustainable growth um, to to build up collaborations integrations and so on and th this would be quite quite big for us this milestone um, for us to also um, contributing uh, new products and protocols 
uh, around Amp Luna would be around $50 million TVL. Uh, we, we don't expect it um, to be reached in the beer market really because um, it needs to be. So Terra still has the issue that um, there are only very few users um, on the DeFi chain right now. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if, if you have seen the, the stats of uh, Coin Halls here. By the way, really awesome product. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward uh, to it launching so we can integrate that as well. Um, they have shown only, I don't know, in the, in the last uh, 30 days, around 30 to 100 people interacting with the smart contracts. And this is uh, far too few people. The same is for governance, by the way. So we have com huge community funding proposals, but only uh, around 200 people, 200, 300 people are voting on it. And this will be one of the main focuses really as well for, for us to bring in more people back to Terra. And uh, yeah, this kind of 50 million TVL is, is more um, some kind of future goal um, if, if we reach the end of the beer market and, and just get started really. Oh, not if, it's when, and hopefully soon. <laughs> um, a lot of chatter has to do with like liquidity and number of users and stuff is this protocol something that you feel would help bring in new users or is this kind of more tailored to existing users and people that are kind of already familiar with the the ecosystem so liquid staking is is for me at least it's it's a very basic um DeFi, um tool and this will be used in a lot of different products so um, I, I think this um, we, we will still need to do a lot of education and um, of course there's still the the Terra naming um, issue so so Terra will still need um, even even though the uh, the community has start the the sentiment has started to shift uh, around Terra because yeah, we, we have seen the, the audit report of, of the DPEG and, and things like that. And we also see a T, TFL building more awesome DeFi apps like or, or modules like Alliance module, War Protocol Enterprise. They will probably also soon release some kind of roadmaps for, for these tools. And liquid staking it will be at the core of all of this. So liquid staking is super important topic. Um, for example, Alliance module will allow liquid staking derivatives to be used as economic security between different chains. So Ares protocol, or at least how we see it, will be at the core of, of most or at, of many DeFi systems will be building around it. And that's why um, we think this kind of stability approach, the community approach, and also this um, giving back the delegation and governance power to the use of the protocol is super important. So maybe not necessarily something that's going to attract new users, but a, a foundation that we will need, well, some sort of LSD for once uh, there's more liquidity and DeFi is really picking up again. I, I definitely got like these reminiscent goosebumps when you mentioned doing the B Luna Luna ARB, and I'm sure a lot of us in here uh, did as well. Maybe not Rec News because they're new, but the old school lunatics, <laughs> they got, they know, they know. Yeah, and and it still hurts uh, thinking about it because probably all of us were also during the DPEG in in this kind of slogan arbitrage. But you have to to look uh, forward. <laughs> 
So as far as the sustainability of it, you mentioned that the like the the mechanics themselves, the contract, like all that stuff is done. If you just put them on a server, like people could redirect their yield to Lunk Dow to burn or to Terra Spaces or whatever, and that would just work as long as obviously you have a server to run them on. Uh, what what sort of like metrics and stuff do you kind of need to meet for the the total project to be self sustainable? Like what what does that look like? Uh, it's it's really mostly about these kind of three um, milestones based on uh, TVL. So um, we, in our calculation, we calculate with the worst uh, reward fees we, we would get. And this is currently the liquid staking derivative. So we get uh, 17 per, usually it's 17% or a little bit less than 17. So you usually have 16% APR. And uh, Ares protocol has this kind of reward fee of 5%. Um, on the liquid staking derivative, um, but we are sharing 50% of all these kind of tools we are building um, with uh, MPLUNA holders. And the main reason why we are sharing with this with MPLUNA holders is exactly this kind of uh, export-import um, uh, economy that we are building as well, because MPLUNA will be used on different DeFi ecosystems as well, and we just want to have an easy way to to distribute reward fees to MPLUNA holders even when they are off-chain. So even if they, the, the MPLUNA hold on, on Kuchira or on Osmosis or Juno, um, they, they still have the, the best APY possible. And then let's talk if the prop doesn't pass, what are the plans moving forward? Uh, are, are you guys have plans in place to kind of keep building or are you guys done? Like what, what does that look like? This, this is the, the most difficult question, probably, because uh, we, we will have to realign what, what we are building, of course, because um, currently there is a big risk in building um, generally in DeFi as well, and especially on Terra, um, because we, we, we don't know the future as well. So it will be super hard to estimate um, how we can continue, really. Um, we we have made a, a deal with TFL, for example, um, that we will at least deploy um, AMP governance, um, how, how we have been developing it right now. Um, but we still have to reevaluate uh, our options afterwards. Um, because the, the biggest advantage of being funded by the community is that we can focus on the maximum value provided for the system. So our stable economy will all be um, uh, applied to any liquid staking derivative um, that is being launched on Terra. And if we have to to reevaluate our our way of funding, for example, um, we we will of course need to to get probably probably get some kind of VC involved. And then this kind of um, goal that we are having by providing the maximum value might uh, change to something like maximum profit, which we would not be as happy as, as if we could provide the maximum value, really. Because right now, with, with rebuilding Terra, we need to provide the chain that is special, that has a lot of value on the chain. And um, if, if, we don't, if we stop um, people from building, devs from building on the chain, um, I, I think it, it might be an issue long term. 
And yeah, I mean, nobody knows the future. So all we can do is the best we can and, and hope for the best and, and see what happens. Uh, if anybody in the group wants to start thinking of their questions and coming up, I've got a couple here from Telegram that we'll get through and then we'll get to questions uh, from the audience. So uh, Floris in the Telegram wants to know, is Eris Protocol Products anything other than an LSD and auto compound, which is copied or forked from Stake and Spectrum? And then yeah. they have a couple questions about like the expenses we'll get into after. Yeah. Uh, sh should I answer it now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Ah, okay. So as I said, um, we, we have started with the fork because um, Larry didn't want to continue with it. So we were the first fork because we wanted to provide value and we wanted to provide competition to Stata because we didn't want to uh, make the same, uh, not maybe mistake, but uh, as previously, um, only Stata was available as the first uh, liquid staking derivative on Terra Classic and or, or the same uh, as with B-Luna. And we wanted to give them some kind of competition that is completely different from, from the idea um, with no token, um, the most value provided for the users. And while we have started with uh, a fork, um, a lot of the, the internal logic has already been changed. And li like I said, it's, it's not about um, the liquid staking derivative, it is about the utility of the liquid staking derivative. And this is where we have been focusing a lot of the work um, over the last months, like um, integration with Finn, with Risk Harbor, with Astroport, uh, the Terra Bridge. We have we have provided a lot of value there as well, and um, pushing forward uh, CW twenty transfers uh, to Osmosis, Juno, Kuchira have have gotten um, relayers running to these systems. So any kind of CW twenty token can be transferred, not only Amp Luna, for example. So we have provided some kind of value for the whole. Uh, community as well, uh, black whale integration. And we also have made a lot of yeah planned integration partners, for example, with Team Kuchira regarding uh, launching Ampluna as collateral. Um, th this still needs some kind of liquidity on, on their system. And we will still need to provide this kind of liquidity as well. And also, yeah, Neptune Finance is, is a great integration partner for us. Um, so um, we are, we also are in contact with them about listing Mpluna when they launch or afterwards uh, after they have launched. Um, so this is really um, our focus, and it's it's more the the, the whole product suite that makes sense uh, together really than uh, these small products in itself. Because for example, um, M Compounder is also while it is a fork from Spectrum. Um, there have been huge changes, underlying essential underlying changes that make this kind of uh, economy possible. For example, we have introduced a uh, uh, token usage for the AMP compounder so that we can use the AMP LPs in different products like the AMP governance. So we can still um, have the maximum um, uh, capital efficiency for the AMP governance uh, while still having this kind of auto compounding. And the that, same with, that, with our SEPA lodge. Uh, so we have some kind of additional tool there as well with the SEPA. And while it is, it's it's a great uh, user experience in the GUI to to SEP uh, a single token into an MPLP. This is not the main main usage why why we have developed this. The main usage is integration again because we want 
um, to have some kind of lending markets or collateralized uh, markets being able to set Luna as, so they can provide some GUI and just allow deposits in Luna that will be deposited in MLPs directly without thinking about the swap ratios and also about the, uh, how's it called, about the liquidations. So the SEPA goes both ways. You can both SEP into an LP, but you can also SEP out of an LP into Luna, for example, and liquidate it. So there is a lot of underlying changes um, that makes sense in, in this kind of structure. Sure, and not having to reinvent the wheel and, and redo all of that stuff from scratch allows you the time and, and the dev power to, to do those things. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, when, when people create like web games, they don't make a web browser first. Well, I mean, most of them, but uh, let's see, next question. Uh, and I've been seeing this quite a bit also in the, in the TG and Discord uh, about the back pay. Why should 558,000 for the past expenses and salaries for the last six months, as well as the next six to 12 months be paid by the community funds? Did we agree to pay for past salaries? And why should we agree now to pay that much in advance? Okay, so it's, there are two reasons why we are asking for back pay, really. The first reason is the Terra Builder program. So there is uh, clearly stated about the TVL projects. And um, based on our TVL, we have around 3% of the total TVL on Terra. Um, and the, the Luna would be would have received for the same um, uh, period of time would have been twice as much as we have been re we have requested right now. So that would have been around 900,000 Lunas um, that we have been planning to, of course, uh, building up the team and uh, focusing more on these kind of integrations and providing additional value for the ecosystem. Um, so with, without this, because uh, TVL is a bad metric and it, it is also bad for, for many of the projects and we think about what is the best value for the ecosystem and based on TVL, the spending is, is not the ideal way. So we totally understand the community backtracking this kind of decision. Um, we had a lot of um, investments and the, the initial proposal, how we, how we have written it, it was a little bit different and we, we still intend to use these funds um, in, in this way also. So um, we will need to provide liquidity for this kind of liquid staking derivative hub. We need to provide liquidity to uh, different chains and uh, only asking for some kind of um, yeah liquidity provision um, proposal. Um, it's a lot more difficult to deploy capital to other chains. So we would need, we still need to move uh, capital um, in Ampluna out of the system to Kuchira, for example, provide liquidity in Ampluna USK so that we are getting launched at for USK. So um, we can use this um, as not as leverage, but uh, as advantage um, on these kind of different systems. Um, we as a core team, we also have, um, yeah, we have committed ourselves. So, so there will not be any kind of sale pressure because of the back pay. And we have committed ourselves to keep the funds uh, at least three to six months or at least uh, until uh, significant liquidity is being built up um, as LP on different chains. So we have a, a high vested interest into the success of the whole Terra ecosystem because we will use it as liquidity. And um, when, when we reach this kind of point where, where we need the liquidity for salaries, and we, of course, will use it as salaries. 
and we will still pay ourselves in in Luna. Does that Hopefully make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hopefully by that point, Luna's like 25 a pop and not like a buck 60. But you know what? It's a long road. We'll get there. Uh, the next question, uh, they want it, They asked, Eris wants to spend 50000 on marketing. What is the marketing plan? Or do you have any of that kind of laid out or sketched out in your mind yet? Okay, so <laughs> we, we are specialists in developing, in building collaborations, product ideas coding design we have we have some uh, special designer for for the app a contractual one um, but we are missing a marketing strategy really that's that's the the basic truth we don't have any marketing strategy and we we have been asking around in, in the community um about some kind of people who could help us with that and uh, we have gotten a rough quote of how much it would cost for us to build a marketing strategy and also um, to execute this kind of marketing strategy. And th this, the sum we have requested here is 50,000 uh, USD uh, approximately. Um, to, to be honest, um, in, in my opinion, it will probably be higher what we will use. Um, we will use it from the salaries part um, because we, we will still need to do some kind of incentivation uh, at, at spe specific kinds, something like, again, the bow and on, on the Kuchiri ecosystem or something like that. Um, that means the $50,000 is really um, based on a quote we have received um, just to get some kind of professional marketing going. And uh, we also see it as an investment into the ecosystem because you have asked about um, how, how we, are we planning to get users into the system. And of course, we will try um, to bring these uh, people in and not only for Ares protocol, but for usage of TFM, for Copperpult, for, for all these kind of projects that are building on Terra. Um, I, I think it, it makes sense to, to have this kind of budget as well. Yeah, I, I actually prefer devs to dev and marketers to do the marketing like when when you see smaller teams that just have like a few devs and they're all trying to like be out there shit posting on twitter and doing the marketing and stuff like i i feel like it works so much better if you can just focus on what you're good at and then they can focus on what they're good at and like the team just does it you know so exactly. I, I i don't know what what sort of quotes are out there but yeah that that makes sense uh, and then the last question I had here from the Telegram, and again, if anybody in the group here has any questions, definitely pop your hand up and, and we'll get you up here. Uh, they asked, why would LSD staking for the Interchain Alliance be entrusted to a third party when it's not clear how, that's, how they're going to fund themselves? Why shouldn't it be built by TFL and why should it be built right now in the bear market? Okay, so... Um, I, I think we, we should be a little bit, uh, I, I'm not sure how, how, how to say that, but we shouldn't uh, depend too much on T, TFL. Uh, I, don't get me wrong, the, the products TFL is building are top-notch. They have great builders. It's awesome to work with them together. And that's also why, why I think Terra can be again at 40 billion because the team is behind it. They, they have the funding for it. Um, but it leads to quite a centralization. Uh, and this kind of centralization is always some kind of risk. 
um, that we have also seen with the collapse of, of Terra Classic because um, there was a lot of centralization on TFL. And I think it makes sense to have more ideas, more people involved, more different teams that try things out in a different way, even if it's similar, but try, just try it in a different way if it makes sense. And this is why, why I think it, it, it makes sense to have some kind of separation between the, the blockchain development and also the protocol development. Um, and all these kind of protocols um, Terra is building right now are all about um, developer tooling to make running a protocol on Terra or on any kind of alliance chain as easy as possible. For example, um, in our FAQ, we also go into the details. Um, our protocol or what we are planning to do is um, we want to migrate all our automated processes to warp protocol because this is really some kind of decentralized way of uh, executing a protocol which is great because it makes it more stable uh, more scalable and we have seen the issue on on terra classic again and um, this the, the day the the crash happened many of the liquid staking derivatives did not work anymore they they, they just stopped running their bots and even, even though the chain was still working um, the bots have been stopped and nothing uh, was executing more. And, and the same status is today. So Terra Classic is still not really running again, um, even though the, the same functionality has been restored mostly. And the same thing is for enterprise. We want to move over the protocol. So decentralization is some kind of process. It's, it's not as easy to go out there and say, hey, here's a new protocol. It's fully decentralized from the start. How can it be decentralized if, without a community? And th that means enterprise will allow us in the future to move over uh, the whole protocol to it and make the governance through enterprise and the treasury management through enterprise and uh, yeah, and we also think that that makes sense for, for us, for example, um, just to, to, to move towards a more decentralized approach. And the, the third thing they are building is the Alliance module. And yeah, we think our, our protocol fits perfectly to the Alliance module because of our approach um, of uh, how, how we are doing things, especially with the AMP governance, um, it makes sense to have this kind of fair system, a community-based protocol that is being used by Alliance Module. Alliance Module is completely LSD agnostic, so it, it, the, the, yeah, the, the developer of, of the chain, something like, um, I don't know, that's some kind of Oracle chain, for example, they, they can decide themselves um, which kind of LSD they want to allow um, to secure their chain. So it could even be that multiple Terra uh, LSDs will be used there as well. And what we, we find quite funny or maybe correlating is um, uh, we have released the, the uh, AMP extractor somewhere uh, quite earlier, I think. Uh, when was it? June, uh, July, probably some, something in July, we, we launched the AMP extractor way before the Alliance module. And we have the, the same mechanism of how we do this kind of donation. So we have this kind of uh, extract rate that is uh, 10, 20, 30 to, to 100%. And it can donate uh, a part of the yield um, to a project. And this is also how the Alliance module works. So you deposit or you lock in uh, your AMP Luna into the Alliance module. And it has this kind of take rate. And take rate is similar to this kind of uh, 10% extract rate, so you can decide how much is being taken per block from the stakers, and it will take the M Luna part of it, 
and distribute it to all other stakers of the system. So it's a very similar um, mechanism of how to do this kind of extraction process, even interchains or on a different chain. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I like that we have one for Terra, but like, I want it for Cosmos stuff because like Terra, Terra's already taken care of. Like, we good, but like all these Cosmos spaces and shit, like we need them to be able to dump a bunch of like Joe Coin or like Juno or something in that thing and redirect the yield. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's and that's cool, man. You guys have been super busy. I I remember uh, it was like back in July when you hit me up and was like, "Hey, check out this like donation yield redirector thing." I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> You guys like just built that. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any any questions in the in the chat in the peanut gallery here? The lunatic stadium. Uh, definitely was, pop your hand up. By the way, it's 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 still something. This kind of yield uh, conversion stuff. The the amp extractor was more some kind of proof of concept. Is is it possible to extract some kind of yield from any yield bearing tokens? And we also have a huge uh, internal roadmap about that as well. Um, we have skipped it in the pro uh, in the proposal because it's it's too much details really. And we are currently also in talks, for example, with uh, Calc Finance, and we would love to get them, for example, um, also on, on Terra. If, I'm not sure if, 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 if you know what they are doing, but they are doing around DCAing, um, and it would fit their use case also quite well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can actually go to terraspaces.org and in that big old search box, just type in Calc Finance and you'll find some spaces uh, from them. I think there's even one in Spanish. Which is cool. So uh, we did yeah. have one question pop in uh, on the Eris and SCV. If SCV gets their funding through the grant, then does Eris still need funding for the audit, or does that uh, the funding of SCV lead to re uh, reduced fee for you? Or I know there were talks of some sort of like reimbursement or something happening. So um, my my favorite uh, way would have been that the SCV um, proposal. Uh, would have completely eliminated this kind of uh, double spend issue. Um, so if, if they would have said something like uh, audits are covered by, by this proposal, but they, as far as I understand, they are not covered. And it, I, I still have to, to talk with Vinny about that as well. Um, we will still need to do some kind of quotes from multiple um, yeah, auditing firms. Because th this is the, the normal approach, and this is also the approach uh, TFL is pushing forward. So we will always need to create two quotes and uh, from different auditing firms. Um, and uh, yeah, usually it take the better quote, of course, uh, to to be more efficient. Um, we, we have we have received uh, open quotes, and and when we posted uh, our proposal, we did not know about the SCV proposal. And uh, we will only take, of course, the part um, that is being used uh, for, uh, yeah, for our smart contracts. Um, but in reality, I also think that uh, we will be able to, yeah, to provide enough contracts and utility for the ecosystem um, to use this really for auditing. Because auditing, uh, while you have seen uh, the, the the salaries uh, we, we have been requesting. Um, auditing firms uh, are charging even more. Yeah, and I'm I'm just looking at it here on the on the governance uh, in station, and it looks like that one is getting close. 
but we'll have links to these in the uh, the notes and on the space here so people can go back and, and refer to them. Uh, how many days left? 22 hours for this one. And then uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, is any other questions? And are there any uh, thoughts you'd like to leave us with uh, before we wrap this up? Any Anything? I have one more. Uh, you, you have asked about the Alliance module before and why it makes sense uh, that another protocol is running it. Um, it. It is a lot of collaboration work. And that means um, we are going out, um, we, we, we talk to teams with a lot of teams, try to build connections and also help them uh, developing their own product. And because we have this kind of uh, maximum value approach right now, um, it's it's super easy to share ideas with with them as well. So um, even though we have planned, for example, to do this kind of yield uh, conversion stuff, and um, because we are focusing on the maximum value on the chain, um, we can easily share it with with uh, protocols like uh, like Calc Finance, um, so that they could provide it because they have more knowledge in in this kind of direction. Even even though we we, we still have great ideas in in the space, and uh, we we try to push this kind of collaboration work. And uh, while uh, TFL, of course, has a lot of uh, manpower as well in this kind of direction, uh, it might make sense uh, to have it a little bit outsourced uh, what we are doing right now. Got a quick question from one of the gentlemen here in the chat to uh, Orbital Command inquiring as to the direction your vote might be going. I don't know if that's something gentlemen discuss in public. I don't know how this works. But just thought yeah. I'd throw it out there. So the reason why we wanted to join this, this conversation. Are we getting rugged? Is he getting rugged? Y'all hear me still? Thumbs up? We good? We good? Thumbs up? Okay. Yeah, I think he's getting rugged. Dang, Ryan, you are so close, man. <laughs> oh, is he back? There's a trick. If you're getting rugged, you can hop off and then hop back on. And I think if you do it within 30 seconds, or I think somebody said they upped it to like 60 seconds. I, I've never timed it, but uh, it usually fixes that. This is the part of the space where I, I would be juggling, but you guys can't see it. So just picture me juggling. Oh, he's connecting. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, here we go. This technological magic happening right here before your very eyes. Back from the dead. You know what's funny? Like this has happened before where as soon as I'm gonna say something, like I get a scam call or a random like telemarketing call. Um anyways, what I was gonna say is that we obviously have been discussing this since the proposal started. Um the reason why why we wanted to join here was to hear your hear you answer these questions, right? These are some that um we have been asking ourselves internally because obviously we want to support the growth in Terra as much as we can. And that means supporting all of the liquid staking, you know, protocols that are being built here. Um, and, and so we just wanted to hear from you and we'll discuss this as a team to see how ultimately we vote. Um, we, we wanted to support here, you know, Finn as well, so that more community members can be involved in the process of, knowing what's going on in governance and participating right i feel like we've seen a lot of division in the last few weeks in all of these governance proposals that are coming up so 
Um, so with that being said, I don't have an answer for you right now. That, that's not my alone decision. It's going to be a decision that we make as a team. And we'll discuss this later on today in a few hours um, when we have our meeting. One, one last question that I have for you, Philip, is now that you've gone through this process of you putting up your own governance proposal, what, what has that experience been like for you and your team to see all of this feedback and all of maybe this division that your proposal has caused? Um, you know, because uh, it, it's not just you, right? I'm not blaming anything on you. I'm just saying um, there's been a lot of conversations uh, and people getting banned on Telegram and all, all this stuff going on because of um, so many, yeah, division between who should get money. Yeah, the, this is, I, I'm, I'm glad you are asking because the community should know as well. It's it's really demotivating um, because we have um, put into so much work in both uh, what we have been building on Terra as well as the proposal. It, it took probably a full month of work, uh, to, to so two weeks to get it up, then uh, discuss the same questions uh, again and again and again. And uh, it, it also got a lot of hate. And uh, this is not great in my opinion because... Right now, um, we need the community to to rebuild Terra. It's it's the wrong sentiment um, to to stop investing into the ecosystem um, when uh, the, the chain is still in in its infancy, and uh, we still need to rebuild. And for for rebuilding, we need dev developers. And um, if if the community is yeah, there's, there's some loud noises are in the community that are that can be um, toxic at at some times. And uh, I, it, it, it was a devastating process, in, in our opinion. And uh, afterwards, I'm not even sure if, if, if we would do that again, because it was a lot of work and a lot of nerves. And uh, we, we still hope to get the support. And right now, it, it still looks good, our proposal, but it will still be very close uh, in the end um, um, of, of how the vote really ends. Um, it's still open um, what will happen. And yeah, we have received a lot of feedback and um, the, the, we, we would have liked to talk a little bit more about what we are building uh, for Terra, what, what the value is, um, instead of uh, focusing too much um, on, on the amount of Luna. Because um, in, in our opinion, in the grand scheme of, of uh, Terra right now, um, with the community pool and also the 10% of the community pool or 10% of the network um, earmarked for development, um, we, we think that the community is a little bit um, too gating um, regarding um, these kind of proposals. And I, I think the community more needs to decide um, which kind of teams they want to support. So that they should decide, um, is this team, ha has this team been involved in the last six months? Have, have they been building and uh, have they been able to provide value, bring in new users, uh, bring in new capital, uh, bring in new collaborations, uh, new applications, new ideas to the whole system? And this is uh, the, the kind of investment um, at least I, I would make. But this is my personal opinion. So uh, anybody... If, it's decentralized yet everybody has a strong opinion <laughs> that's right and if you don't like it you can take it to the telegram no and i get it like i i can see both sides of it i mean it's like that catch 22 we kind of mentioned on the last space where like you want more people to be here building but you you don't want to spend a bunch of luna when it's only a buck 60 but 
in order to get a bunch of people building, you need to fund it somehow. So it's like, how do you how do you walk that line between, you know, keeping enough Luna in there so that by the time it is higher, that you're able to do more with it to further the sustainability or the longevity of the chain. But like without turning away too many people and then, you know, obviously picking and choosing and hoping that everyone's being as honest as, as we would like them to be. But yeah, there, there's no good answer. Like it's, I mean, governments have been dealing with this for centuries, you know, like there's no reason to think that we've got, got it sorted out just like that, you know, in a, in a year of development. But the, the important thing I think is having the conversations. There is a lot of new people coming in from all of the cross pollination between all of these NFT projects. And it's good to expose them to this information and hopefully get more people over on the Commonwealth on Agora here and like interacting, leaving comments. Um, I see it a lot in Cosmos, Juno specifically, like whenever there's a discussion about some sort of prop, like the first three comments on Twitter are like, take it to Commonwealth, like take it, here's the link. And they they kind of encourage everybody uh, to go over there and, and have those discussions so that it's all, you know, nice and threaded and documented. But yeah, it, I feel like a lot of people are just like me and like, we don't go to it very much to read. Like we just scroll doom scroll twitter and and shit post so hopefully this gets out to to everybody and they can make a, a more informed decision on on which way they would like to vote so uh if there's no questions in the group we'll wrap that up that's about an hour here so definitely thank you guys all for your time and i'll be reaching out to we have a few more projects to to get uh interviewed so We'll be having a few more of these spaces and probably make it somewhat of a regular thing while this community funding stuff is happening, just so we can keep bringing this to you. Uh, Orbital Command, as always, you guys are amazing. I appreciate the the backup and the help. You guys have been here since day one of Terra Spaces, like supporting me. So you guys are awesome. You're also awesome. Thank you for hosting us. Yeah, thank absolutely. You, and Philip, for your time as well. Cool. Yeah. And we'll, we'll have links to all this stuff once it's posted on TerraSpaces. Right now, you can find it in the pins on the TerraSpaces Twitter if you want to go back and listen to the recording there. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Eris Protocol Terra Community Grant Proposal AMA, hosted by myself and Edwin at Orbital Command, recorded on Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a bit Something kind of, uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true, it really happened.
They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go And it's fine if I don't know, I already sold my soul Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino Feeling up, I'm in a bowl, with these avalanche flows Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's Putting wins on the board every fucking day They love me on the team because I know my fucking place Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be ceasing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little has to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living common knowledge but important nonetheless Ten spaces <laughs> <laughs>